Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to the Heal and Glow podcast, a place to discuss real everyday life, focusing on topics such as business life, health and wellness, spiritual health, mental health, and faith talks. A place to listen to positive and kind, encouraging words and inspirational stories. Leave each week with abundance and love and positive vibes. Thanks for listening. Peace, love, and glow. Erica. Hey guys, welcome back to another Healing Glow podcast. It's been a minute since I've done a business like spotlight, so I'm back with another business. I think you're in my first hair salon or salon in general. Well, you had the barber, but then we were salon. Yeah, yeah you're. But I think you're my first like actual beauty salon, um, which is also like good to hear for because I know a lot of my friends now are in school for hair and like going that route. So I think this yeah. will be such a good way to like introduce them to that lifestyle and like what to expect um so go ahead and introduce yourself hi everybody uh, my name is stephanie savino i'm the owner of bella rococo at amelia salon located in garwood new jersey and i'm also a hairstylist and makeup artist okay and so how did you come up with the name so everyone always asks the name question when i first started i was only doing bridal makeup and I was like, I want a cool name. Like, I don't want Styles by Steph. I'm not knocking anyone who does that name. I'm like, always that girl. <laughs> I'm like, how can I? I'm so corny. I do that a lot. I was like, I don't want that. So my sister was like, well, you know, Bella in Italian is beautiful. And um, Rococo is a type of art that's like very colorful and avant-garde. Oh, just so like real extra. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool, Bella Rococo. When I opened the salon, it was my aunt, and her name's Amelia. Mm -hmm. And it was Amelia Coif yours. And to pay homage to her, because she had it for like 60 years, we did it like, I'm like, well, how can I combine both names? And my sister was like, well, you could do it how, like the mall at Short Hills. So mm -hmm. that's why it's Bella Rococo at Amelia. So putting it out there, the next location would be like at wherever we are. So like, and you mean like if it was Cranford, it would be... Yeah, or like, like, yeah, like Bella Rococo at Erica's or whatever. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, we'll put yeah. that out there and we'll have saunas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can do sauna and then after you're all sweaty, they'll wash your hair. Yeah. And honestly, it's a great, sometimes the girls next door, they'll come in between their, like, if they're sitting processing, they'll come to a sauna session because they're already sweat and then they wash their hair yeah, after. Yeah, it's perfect. It is. Um, how long have you been open? So the salon has been open a little over two and a half years. Our three-year anniversary is June 4th. Oh my god, it's my mom's birthday. Because hello, because she's like my bestie. <laughs> it all makes sense now. It all um, okay, so you're about to be there. So you opened 20, not 2019. 2019. So you were open during the pandemic. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit. How did that affect you? That was a blast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we opened June 2019. It was just me for so about two months. you didn't even months. open a year until Yeah, that so happened. we weren't even open a year. Okay. And we were still very new. The team had probably settled to get everybody in probably like September, October. So we were still in that very newborn stage of business. And then we go through our first holiday. It was cool. Then everything starts with 2020. Everyone's like, okay, what's going on? March 17th, Murphy shut everybody down. Mm -hmm. And we were shut down for about four and a half months. And then we reopened in June. So the 2021 was my first actual full year in business that I was actually open like an entire year. 
So when they shut down, were you eligible for the PP loans and stuff like that? Um, yeah, we shut, we got shut down and I immediately went to like all the resources because we didn't have the emergency fund that you should have in a business. So Mm -hmm. the way we made it through was we did get PPP, thank God. Um, and they forgave it 100%, thank God. So (laughs) I just got my letter and then we got the grant. There was like grants that you didn't have to pay back like five grand. But what saved us was our color at home kits. So we worked all wow, the beauty so industry. Smart. Yeah, the beauty industry really rallied. They had, um, so for example, we have our distributors like Salon Centric, Paramount, True Beauty Concepts. So they made interactive websites that people can shop for product and then you got commission off of that. So then a whole thing was starting with color kits, at home color kits. Mm-hmm. Because I don't care, you could call people vain all you want. When you're at home and you can't leave and your roots are gray and they're just staring at you, that'll make you feel better and women will do it. They mm-hmm. can at least do a touch-up. We couldn't give you highlight kits, but it was just like gray touch-up kits, glosses. I able to network with a um, company, DP Hue. They actually, because we were making them and me and Luciana were driving all over, dropping you off. So you, were del- you personally were yeah, delivering them. Because at that point, like the team, they're not work. they're, they're off. Yeah. They're on unemployment. As the owner, I couldn't get unemployment. Right. So, um, it was just me. Like, I was like, well, I need to, I still had to pay rent. I still had to pay utilities. Like, everything still had to get paid. So, I was like, how are we going to do this? And so, me and Luch, we would drive and drop them off mm-hmm. and, like, two psychos. But we made it work. But then DP Hue actually makes the kits and you just would, they would email me and then I would call and then they would ship it. Mm-hmm. And it came, it was, like, perfect. And we made, like rent with that money and then thank god the other thing that helped us local here in Cranford um think design print mm-hmm. made um a local community page with businesses mm-hmm. so you didn't all you had to pay was for the logo to get the um draft with a shirt mm-hmm. but say the shirt was twenty dollars we got ten they got ten oh, and that wow. we got almost like two grand and it was pretty funny because we were the one of the few non-Cranford mm-hmm businesses and we were ranked like high because it was like a little competition so we and we had and we had to that's how we started our merch so we started with t-shirts then we got sweatshirts oh wow i love the owner of think print no he's so so good and and arlo their dog they're so nice yeah and they they saved us like that saved us so it was like little things too um that just helped make it work I think that's important that you touched on about um the emergency fund because i'm going into my I'll be a year and a half next month. And, you know, when you open a business, it's like you give everything you have. So I'm sure you had money saved just as I had money saved. I dumped that into this business, mm-hmm. especially when you own a storefront. It's a little bit different. Oh, yeah. Brick and mortar is a different life. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's why the brick and mortar lifespan is literally 50% fail, mm-hmm. pass, right? And I think that's important because as it is important to have an emergency fund, but what a true entrepreneur does is when you have to make ends meet, whether that emergency fund is there or not, you'll make it meet. Like mm-hmm. there's no, we don't, there's no, no, there's no, we're not going to make it happen. You know, whether we have to ask somebody for a loan or borrow somebody, or like you said, you came up with the color kits, anything to make it work. Right. And yeah. I think that's, that's something you have to know too. A lot of people, you know, always inquire with me and I'm sure you about starting a business or owning a hair salon. And it's like, it's all good and great, but when things like that arise, it, we cannot control. No one knew we were going to be shut down for four months. They were saying two weeks, you know. 
Oh, yeah. I remember. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, it'll be two weeks. Weeks on vacation. Yeah, I was yeah. like, it'll be awesome. And then I was like, we're not opening. And then it came into, it's another month. And then I'm like, wow, we're, we're here. And PPP loans, everyone thinks those are great. You didn't get that. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that until the summer. Yeah. So, like, and you have to spend that a certain way. Like, yeah. you don't just go and, like, redo your whole, like, you have to spend it a certain way. And... That whole first round, it was a mess because they've never done it before. Right. We've never done it before. So you still had to figure stuff out, you know? Like, people were giving you breaks, but I'm just not like that. Like, I never want to owe you nothing. So I'm like, I don't care what I had to do. Right. But I was making sure, like, I could turn whatever lights needed to be on. Like, it's true. When it's yours and, like, just like you, I'm 100% owner, you're 100% owner, mm-hmm. you will survive. Right. And I think, that's, I think that's something that we always have to, like, keep in the back of the mind that you know, if you really want it, you're going to make it work. Mm-hmm. And and if you're not someone, you're not sure a lot of people want to open businesses because they say like it's business and it's a title and you make money. But if you don't really love what you do, it's not going to work. Yep. And you have to know that like, you're going to have to think of any way like possible. Like honestly, at home color kids is actually genius because I remember like after the first month it was like, okay, it's fine. But then the second month, like you said, you want to feel good about yourself. And that has played such a mentality in yourself as well it's not a vain thing but I've noticed like when you look good you feel good you exactly. know and I've noticing that more about myself recently like sometimes I'm just like I'm just not in it I'm just like whatever I just don't want to get dressed I love comfy I'm not a makeup girl and then I do my hair and I'm like oh you you're like you are bad bitch. You? yeah <laughs> like get it and then I feel like I have a better day so mm-hmm. I'm learning to incorporate that more in my my daily routine but I do think that's really important um, and that's amazing that you just like kept it pushing and like were able to pay. So if you didn't get it till you already have what two three months you have to pay with no help then. Mm-hmm. That's what that means because you you probably got it what in June. The thing that saved me when that happened is I was half employed in 2019 and half self employed. In the beginning, they weren't giving self-employed people anything right with unemployment, and I've never filed unemployment in my whole life, so I didn't even know. So I was able to get money from unemployment, but I didn't get it. And I'm not even exaggerating. It was like 32 weeks. I remember like no, I, I was remember. writing Congress people, like everybody. So I would use that and just try to make whatever I could, you know. Um, and then I think what really like saved in terms of rent was like my tax return came mm-hmm. like right around that time. So then I just like really crunched and paid whatever I could. So I mean, you, you, it's yours. Yeah. And, you know, you just make it work. But it was really, really, like, I was like, oh, my God. And I remember my parents, like, if you get through this, you'll be fine. The first five years are always rocky, but Mm -hmm. they're like, you went in it through a pandemic, Mm -hmm. you're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And we came back, and it was like a vengeance. And knock on wood, I mean, we've been good. Mm -hmm. So, that's going to happen with me, I don't know if that's going to mess up the audio. No, you're good, you're good. But, yeah, it was, was, you, you, you do, you'll just make it work. Um... Would you say that's, like, part of the struggle that you have with your business then? Not really. The struggle I have with my business is when you own it and you work in it, Mm -hmm. the balance of running your business, working on your business, and working in your business, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about this recently. Yeah. You said that. I, um, I wanted a salon because I wanted a space for people to 
feel amazing. Mm -hmm. But I love doing hair and I love doing makeup. And I didn't open a salon so that I would be an absentee owner. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't do hair, I would be so sad as a human being. Like it would make me so sad. Yeah. But I'm the owner. There's things that you have to work on to push your business forward. Everything from marketing, financial, just incorporating different ideas, networking. I mean, you know too, like yeah. you're all by yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have people that work for you, but they're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. You have to do it. So mm -hmm. you have to give yourself that time. And then adding the fact of being a mom, it's the battle of the titans. They're like my two kids. It's like my dream and like my biggest wish ever is my son mm -hmm. but my dream was always my business like I always wanted that mm -hmm. everybody who if they talk to tell you she's like they've always wanted I've always wanted a salon so I think it's the now I'm getting better because I'm learning that it's okay to say no that no like I have to allow myself time so I will not take clients on this day this day mm -hmm. and that's it and I have to honor that and it's about being very disciplined now mm -hmm. um, because I need my business to move forward and I'm at a point where I have a team where like they can pick up that slack and I'm not I'm not working in a fear mindset anymore. I'm working more like in a more strategic what's going to push things forward because at the end of the day, me not working one day is not make or breaking. Right. You know, like and no one's going to die if I don't do their hair on Wednesdays. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So Wednesdays and, now and I people do, adjust and that's what I think. They will. You, they will be adjust. Like, yeah. People are always going to try to get in what they want. Mm -hmm. And people are always going to try to, like, finagle. You just have to be, like, very strict. And mm -hmm. not in, like, being mean, but just very, like, um, affirmative. Like, no, I don't take clients on this day. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And you make know? no exceptions. And you, can't make, and you can't feel bad for it. You know, I think as women in business, we, we feel so bad saying no. And mm -hmm. you have to. And ironically, people do understand. They just, they'll push it. Yeah. Well, can you squeeze me in? No. Yeah. I think uh, when it comes to a point of someone like, again, me too, because I work the desk at my business, and I do the facials, and I do the teeth whitening. And it's it's funny, like, Wednesdays, like, today's Wednesday, and I'm always busy on Wednesday, and someone mentions to me, like, that's because I want to come in and see you. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't think about that because I'm off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And I'm like, that's what it is. I couldn't figure out why Wednesdays and Thursdays were so busy. I mean, don't get me wrong, my other days are busy too, but I was like, wow, like, a random Wednesday, they've been getting fully booked, and someone was like, "Cause they want to see you," and I'm like, "That makes so much sense," and I appreciate that. But I do need, I do need that time off. Like, I need that time off. You can't, you can't work in your business and on your business at the same time. No, you It'll can't. never work out. It's not. And eventually, I'm sure your goal is to be like where you're. Don't do hair maybe three days a week instead yeah. of just one day, and and you're able, you're building that lifestyle to have with your son. But still have an income, you know? Exactly. Because people think you own a business. You're, like, rolling in the money. You're not. No, we're You're broke. Not. We're broke. My team, I say all the time, like, my, my staff makes more than me. And people are like, well, I don't understand. And I'm like, because everything's, in a salon situation, Jersey, legally, you cannot booth rent. It's commission. Right. And that's it. Legally. Right. That's how we do everything. How everyone else does stuff. That's their business. So if you're paying off the bat 50%, for example, mm -hmm. every so if you bring in $1,000 from one person, the salon only gets 500. Mm -hmm. They get it. But then a court, and then what paying them, there's like the taxes and then there's utilities and insurance and color costs and like all these other things. So you're maybe getting $100 from that $1,000. Plus they're also getting tipped. Yeah. And they're, so their tips, like that's something totally different, mm -hmm. but like, 
I'm not making like this crazy revenue mm-hmm. because I'm the owner. Mm-hmm. I'm not at that point yet. So mm-hmm. I know I will mm-hmm. and it's fine, but it, it makes me laugh. Like people are like, oh, like you were all the time. Like I'm like, yeah, because I'm still growing and building. But also that's just who I am. Yeah. I'm like, a, if there was Workaholic Anonymous, I would probably be leading the sessions. Like <laughs> I don't know any other way. That's just how, but I love it, you know? Yeah. Like, but I mean- Contrary to what people think, when you're the owner, especially in the beginning, you're not real rolling in the dough. Like no. you're not. We actually, I said to people all the time, like I'm like sometimes I'm like I don't even know how I pay myself. Like no, it's true. Even just to get your nails done, it's like God, give me one client to uh-huh. like yeah. I can just just a little bit extra, you know. And I and I it's true, and people don't understand that until you hit the three to five year mark. That's when you know you, your business is established, your name is out there. You're getting accustomed to your bills. You're more knowledgeable on how much it's basically going to cost you. You go through your first year. You know, people don't realize when you run the AC, that costs more than, you know, not, mm-hmm. like, having the heat on. Like, these things, like, in the summer, it's going to cost more on energy. And so I think that's so important, too. Yeah. Um, and I agree with that. People think, like, oh, you're a business owner. And like, Or, like, they'll see my car, and I'm like, I refuse to get a new car because I don't have a car payment right now. And Me either. So, and so I'm at the point where I know I can, like, just either buy the car outright or afford the car payment. Like, I just, right now, it's just not, it's not an option. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with my car, and I will run that truck to the ground. Yeah, same. It is nothing wrong with it. And I'm like, I don't, I recently, last year, I got out of my student loan. I paid them off. I'm like, I'm trying to just get out. Like, I got credit card debt done. My student loans are done. Oh, my car really good. Is no payment. I'm like, listen, I'm not, I don't care. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. Yeah. It's and reliable and I don't care. <laughs> I think that's what we have to understand too as business owners because I talk to a lot of my friends. You know, one of my friends, they own a business and they do like luxury play and they made a killing and she's like, we didn't see any of it. And she was like, Cause, and I was like, yeah, because you were growing. And then it comes to a point of, for me, so I had a choice. I could either get my own apartment because I had to move back home with my parents after the breakup or hire employees. So it was either a guaranteed two or three days off or have this own apartment but I'll still be working six days a week and I won't have any time for myself so I took the hit on like okay let me just stay a little bit longer because I'm in the basement so it's pretty much like I'm separate but let me and then hire the employees which I think was a smart move I agree and I feel like that too as business owners people don't understand the type of decisions we have to make like it's not we don't get both no, you don't. And especially in the beginning you're not, you're not having life of luxury no. and not you don't have a life yeah I agree with you. There's everything in business is risk versus reward. And I learned the hard way as a Sag. I'm a full Sag. Everything's in Sag. Fire sign, just like you. That's why yeah. I'm BFFs. Mm-hmm. My risk is like, I'll go. Mm-hmm. And I just jump. And it has served me and it hasn't. Because we're impulsive. I'm very impulsive Yeah, like, I'll be like, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? Like, I'm not afraid to fail. Failure, I'm like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But sometimes you have to reel it in because it can affect certain decisions. So for me... I'm at home as well mm-hmm. with my son and my parents, and I my goal is to move here. Like, I want Cranford. I have, like, the only affinity to Cranford. I think it's the cutest town. They have, like, a great school district. It's close to my business. I just want Cranford. Yeah. But I'm going to pay. Yeah. I'm, and so I'm like, I want to make sure that my son has everything he has, same, and he's not, there's no sacrifice in that. And so that's why I chose to, like, to really wait it out because mm-hmm. you have to because What's the point of having an apartment you're never in? Right. That's how I looked at it. I'm never going to be there. You can't buy peace of mind. No. And you're helping someone else at the same time, which will allow you the rest and restoring to grow your business anyway. Because if you're, I'll tell you, I've gone like 
like where I'm completely shot. But when now that I have every other weekend off, Saturday, Sunday, I come back. I'm like, all right, I'm clear. Mm-hmm. I have the time with my son. I feel like he's he's good. And I get away. Because mm-hmm. I used to only just be off Mondays, but then I would still be in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just like being in there. Because it's like, I think because we live at home, mm-hmm. that's like our space. Yes, that's so how like, I feel no about one's the there. Yes. And not like our parents bother us, but it's just like you don't have to worry about nobody. And it's mm-hmm. like, you just sit there and it's quiet. Like, who talks to you? The UPS guy who comes? Or like mm-hmm. the mailman? And I'm cool with them. They're cool. And then they leave. It's the energy. It's just having yeah. your own space. But I think too, as business owners, people need to know there's a lot of sacrifice that goes there's into it. There's a lot. It's a lot. And... and Again, I didn't want to be a business owner just because I knew that, that sacrifice was coming. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, I didn't go on vacation for six months. Like, you know, like, all these things yeah. come into play. And I'm like, okay, like, you, but it's going to be worth it. And it's seeing the end of the tunnel. And I remember reading a quote. It was like, you, everything in life is hard. You know, marriage is hard. Divorce mm-hmm. is hard. You know, owning a business is hard. Being an employee, like, choose your heart. And it's like, eventually it's going to pay off for us. You know, you're a year you're about to be th- year three. Yeah. So, you know, you're getting, you're one, you're already closer to that five-year mark mm-hmm. where, like, it's going to start to, like, roll in again. Like It definitely, yeah. It feels easier. Like, I feel more, I feel more confident in my decisions. I feel more, like, I under, like, my navigation mm-hmm. is more on point. Like, the compass isn't all over the friggin' place. Like, I feel like I have more of, like, I'm in the You're in a routine now. Yeah. So, you you know what to do. I think that's important. Um, did you have a support system when you wanted to open up your salon? Yes. Thank God. It is my Academy Award-winning speech. Um, <laughs> I opened my business. Everyone laughs when I tell them the story. So, it was random that mm-hmm. I got the salon. And, I, and people are like, that's crazy. It's truly, like, manifestation if you believe in it. The mm-hmm. woo Like, my mom and Luciano and I went, were going to lunch. We were driving around Union County. Like, where would I open? Because I'm like, you know what? I want to open 2020. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Let's call Aunt Amelia and just pick her brain. Aunt Amelia, we've always been cool with Aunt Amelia, but I wasn't like super close to her like I am now. So we pull up to the salon. There's like no one in there. There's like stations. I'm like, what's going on? It's like nothing's going on in here. She comes. You ever get a feeling when you walk into something or you meet someone? It's like, it's warmth. It's like, this is where you're supposed to be. I walked in there and I'm like, this is like it. Unbeknownst to me, the rent the uh, the salon was on Zillow for mm-hmm. rent, but I didn't. I swear to God, I don't know if she ever believes me that I didn't. Know, I did not know that. Uh-huh. And she's like, "Oh, well, you could come here, but somebody else wants it. Mm-hmm. They were gonna do because the salon's sixteen hundred square feet, so yeah, somebody wanted salon. to cut the back. And I'm like, I don't want. I want the whole thing. So her son, my cousin who helps with her real estate, was like, "Listen, somebody wants it, so you have twenty four hours mm-hmm. to decide if you want it." Because it, then they're going to sign a lease. And I'm like, oh, my God. I remember I went home, talked to my dad, and I was like, I know I can do this. I just need help with Luciano. Because mm-hmm. at the time, Luci was two, mm-hmm. two and a half. And my dad's like, this is all you've talked about You're mm-hmm. forever? He's like, we'll help you with him. Like, just do it. And I signed that lease. I mean, I had no business plan. I had I had a business plan in my mind. Mm-hmm. But I literally, like, went with the ball running and signed and look at you and now, now and then people later. laugh they're like who does that and i'm like i don't know but i just did it it's just like you said when it's when it's meant to be known same thing with me like i went i was talking about looks at a space and i was like devastated when i didn't get the first space which is so funny because i now know that it's the owner of that well i know yeah i met the owner of the space now 
and it was in Garwood. I would have been in Garwood. Oh, we would have been neighbors. Yeah, I would have been up more though. I'm by the. It would have been like by the shop right area. Oh, by next okay. to um the the bowling place right there. Oh yeah yeah okay. Yeah, so obviously I loved this space so much more, and it was a lot bigger. But same thing, like I was talking to a girl. I happened to come to see the space. I walked in. I don't want to get my hopes up, but I'm like, wow, like this is it. Like when I tell you, like. Same thing for you. You moved in ready, move in ready. Yeah. So when you know, you know. I had a, I mean, we had a, we had a redo because, um, I don't think she'll ever listen to this because she doesn't mm-hmm. do pockets. She had like weird mauve pink sink that was kind of ugly. So we had like revamped some stuff. Mm-hmm. But without my parents in general, I would not, and I tell them every single day. Mm-hmm. My brother, my, as you, he came here for mm-hmm. the, my brother's a plumber. So sweet. You know, like he helped put stuff in. My sister in law would help me, like, because she does HR. She's helping me draft the employee handbook, making the job application, like making sure I had all the HR stuff. My mm-hmm. sister, my brother-in-law, like just coming and just being like super supportive. Um, you know, my son's father, when he knew um, I was opening and he would take, this is like after we opened, I'd be like, you have to take Luch. I can, you know, if it wasn't his weekend, he would take it. And then I have really good friends and really good supportive people. And honestly, like my clients for just going along with the ride yeah i remember on our two-year anniversary one of my clients was like stephanie i remember when you first opened and there was nothing there and i just was i didn't have a computer i didn't have a phone i had a appointment book like an old school handwritten appointment book and i had a little table and i would do everything i was washing them booking them and everything because i had no employees yet and she was like i didn't know if you were gonna make it yeah Thank you so much for that confidence, <laughs> Judy. And she was like, but look, you, like, really did it. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, but you, like, really? I was but, not But sure. that's important to say, right? So some people, they feel like they have to have it all together. And I'm going to tell you that right now off the bat. When you open a business, you do not have you it don't. all together. And if you really want it that bad, again, you will make it work. Mm-hmm. You will start. You will figure it out as you go. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, no, no phone. No, it just, it happens. And, and I think. That's when you know when you're in your purpose because you're you care about it so much that every day you're working on it. It's true. People who've been with me since we since I opened the business, they like laugh at how much has changed. Like it used to be like every couple months I'd have like then we got decor and then it would be um oh I remember like when we get like the logo on like the capes and then it was oh the back was getting moved along and then we had this and uh, we made the patio outside like everything little by little like the people who've been with me, they're like, I remember when you didn't even have, like, a table. Like, yeah. I didn't have a front desk. Cause I was like, I don't, whatever. I go, I'll just use this table. Yeah, and I think that's important. Like, like even I, when we got the couch, they were like, oh, wow. Like, I had a little retail area. I had, like, a little shelf, and then I got a bigger shelf, and then we just kept, like, moving it along because, you know, that was the one thing. Like, you, you just wing it because you're like, okay, well, I need something. And, you know, now I look back as I look at pictures, and I'm like, well, like, we really – and even the, the team that works with me – I don't know, it's crazy to me when I think about it, to have people believe in you that much to sacrifice. They were established stylists, you know, mm-hmm. and they were, they wanted to change in where they were working and they applied with me and, you know, we hadn't, it was nothing. It wasn't established. So like to take a risk like that, I mean, granted they wanted to, they applied, but it's like, you know, when you have an you really believe in someone that's a huge responsibility that I don't take lightly and together as a unit like we really built something super special and people I mean I know when people say to you when they're like oh I love coming here I'm so happy when I'm here 
And I'm like, wow, like that's what I wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. But when people believe in your vision that much, it's it's an incredible feeling because you're like, wow, like they know we're going to do it. Every it's, idea, they're like, they rock with it. You yeah. Know? They're like ride or die. So I'm like, let's go, guys. It's that's so it. crazy. That's the best. Um, what's one thing most people don't know about you? One thing people wouldn't know personality-wise, and it's like funny because I'm very outgoing and I'm very friendly, but I'm super sensitive and I take really? a lot of things personally, but I'll never show it. It's weird. It's like I'm very sensitive. If you really know me and I really trust you, I'll show it. Really? Yeah, because you're probably like, get out of here. But I'm like, no, I'm like super sensitive. I can see that though. I, I can definitely be really sensitive yeah. too. Like I cried earlier today. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm talking to Leo next door. And we're just like, she's like, yeah, I cried yesterday. I'm like, I cried today. No, it's true. She's like, you look like you're going to cry. You're going to cry now. I'm like, the tears are like, yep, it's coming down. Yeah. Like, it's just one of those weeks. But sometimes days. you just have, it's so funny you say that. So I was like, January was such a, like not the way I wanted to start off the year and I had wrote something on Facebook mm-hmm. and everybody was like yeah I was like you know it's Chinese New Year tomorrow <laughs> it's like we're gonna start off tomorrow is New Year and I was like happy New Year's Eve everybody because I'm like this was just not it like this was not the vibe like absolutely not and it's a it's a lot and I think mm-hmm. sometimes you have to just like release that like ugly Kim K cry and mm-hmm. then you're just like all right yeah, I'm no, so for sure. This. Yeah, and I think that's how we have to let ourselves okay because I'm pretty tough. I mean, I'm fire sign too, and I hold a lot in. Yeah, and again, but it'll be like one stupid thing. Like I'm sensitive to like a commercial. I'll cry. Like it was just, it was just a lot. Oh yeah, I'm like, oh god. Like so, I totally understand that about you. I could definitely see that, but we hold a front. I'm like that too. Like especially when you're a woman in charge or a woman in power. You know, like I always tell people too. Like I'm very open and honest on how I feel. If I'm not having a good day. I'm not, I'm say shit. Like, yeah. that's it. But at the same time, like, I don't like people to see me cry. So No, me neither. Yeah. So I'll, like. It's one thing if it's, like, a happy moment and we're crying because we're happy. But if I'm, like, breaking, I'm, like, who's around? Because it's true. My one friend always says to me, she's, like, you make everything look so easy. Mm-hmm. I was, like, you want to know why? Because nobody cares. I go, what do you want me to do? Go on here and, and have Instagram stories about, oh, my God, I don't have time to do this. Luciano was cr- freaking nuts about that or like the salon you know it's I need to do this I need to, I go you want to hear all that I said I don't make it like everything's puppies and clouds I'll tell you but at the same time nobody cares yeah I was like and that's not what I want to project out I'm not projecting that everything's perfect because it's not but I'm like I'm not gonna give you like oh every little bad moment like an eeyore moment you yeah. know like nobody i go I'm, i, I feel really like, try to project like positive energy yeah like, i feel like the same it's so funny that you said that. i feel like we're very much the same because my page i try to keep as positive as possible and then people always tell me like i come or even if i post my mom people laugh like i literally post her because i people have told me yo i've had the worst day and i come and look for your mom and she makes me feel oh, your mom is so good i love <laughs> so her. i always try to keep it positive but there are times where i've definitely cried on my instagram before like because i was passionate about something but i agree like when it comes to business to as a business owner we get scrutinized it's like being a pastor right like mm-hmm. in this aspect we have to always be on point we have to be perfect like god forbid that business person has one slip up you know, we made a bad judgment or bad decision, you know, we get crucified. So it's like we also have to be careful what we put out there. Exactly. Because, yep. you know, like if we're talking about a client and like let's say you had, oh, this client came in and she was so rude. How would that look if you're on Instagram talking about this client and then somebody else is like, oh, well, I would have went there, but what if they talk about me? Or they know the person. Like 
people don't understand like we also have to be we also do have to keep things to ourselves as well and that builds up sometimes it's you're just true, like you're, you're overwhelmed especially with your social presence number one it can't it's never deleted number two yeah you, you have your per like i have the personal my personal page the salon now the bridal salon and i have a hair page so i have it's more like a like a like a portfolio feel. right there's certain things I'll post on my personal, but even then it like memes, but it, there's a fine line. Like I, yes. and I even tell my team, especially if your personal page is your business page, I go, you have to be very mm-hmm. aware mm-hmm. because it can turn people. Granted, you have that right to say whatever the hell you want, yeah. but you got to watch who's your audience and who's following yep. you. And you got to really, especially with everything going on in this day and age, mm-hmm. you have to be very, very aware of like, and I have business com- um associates i have other like other people family i mean so you are you're gonna get judged like you said one little it's like if i post a hair meme it's never to like call somebody out they're funny and i feel like people know like i'm never like but there are people who do do that but it's like it's funny you know what i mean but i'll i'm very much aware like if i'm going through something it's you're not but then i will be very intimate about certain things like January 28th, like, I had a miscarriage um, five years ago. I shared that because I Mm -hmm. feel... Which I'm so sorry about. No, it's it's totally fine. Thank you. Um, It just, it always made me off. Like, I just, I always remember that. And I feel like people don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. They they feel like they have to have that inside. Same thing I'm very open about, like, postpartum, post-anxiety, like, depression. Like, people don't talk about that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's so real and it affects women and... No one talks about it because you might think you're going to be weak or you're a bad mom. It's like, no, you're hormonally imbalanced and you, like, need a minute. And mm-hmm. it's fine, you know? Yeah. So there's certain topics I have no problem, but you're never going to catch me, like, client bashing, po- politics. Like, yeah. No, I just, like, and you know what it is, too? Instagram yeah, it's, it's a fine line. It just has so much negativity on it already. Yeah. So I just try to look for the positive and really try to, like, you know, be as positive, but also be honest, because I feel like, too, like, also, I'm never going to lie to you and be like, I'm so fake and everything is so peaches. Like, listen, if, I, if I'm not booked, I'm going to be like, this month was horrible. Like, it's just what it yeah. is. It's, it's okay to have bad months, like, especially when they see, like, the booked and busy. On weekends, I'm booked and busy, but those are people using packages. So it's like, yeah, I am really busy, but I'm really not making it. I make most of my money during the week, to be honest. The weekends, it's just for the people who already have the packages that want to come in. I may make money on the weekends, but most of my money comes from that Monday through Friday. Yeah. Like, that's how my business works, which I knew that going to this. So, people see that I'm always trying to be open and honest because I don't ever want to give somebody, like, this false narrative. Well, that's what they think. They think, you know, side note, like, with gift cards, that's liability. You have to keep that money to the side. Mm-hmm. People don't think of that. They, they spend it. So, now they get reimbursed it, they use it, and now you don't have it. It's right. like, with me, if they buy a whole bunch of gift cards and I spend it and now you just did seven haircuts I still have to pay you yeah. money that's gone you right I mean? exactly so that and two it's like I agree with you I try to be very positive I very I'm here for like the law of attraction I'm like a spiritual person in the sense like I'm here for Joe Lawstein I'll do the crystals the new moon like I'm here for it I just feel like what you think about you bring about I'm never gonna sit there mm-hmm. and tell you like everything's puppies and kittens but I'm also not gonna like drag out the day because I at the end of the day people have said to me and I know they say to you because of your page it's like inspiration yeah. I have had so many girls tell me that they've opened businesses because they saw me do it and I'm like wow like that's great and it's not for the applause it's not to feed my ego I'm like wow great because 
you need people need something to believe and they need something to make them laugh mm-hmm. and they just want something to like get away from their trouble so why would you want to hear like negative stuff you know even if like i know there's so many styles they like don't want to post their openings they don't i'm like i don't care i post them yeah well, i'm not here to stand around i get like nuts i'm like let me do your hair i'll do anything like not any uh, within reason but like <laughs> you know I'm like you post it and people know how are yeah. they gonna know you have openings yeah. if you don't tell them I'm like, I always listen I will yeah. always post it and I will always tell you and I always try to like you know be on it and I think you have to again know. there's a fine line and there's it's okay to have your once every couple of months like you know I've had a bad month or yeah. like explain it because people also find hope in that too it was like yeah when I did like the, January was awful between COVID COVID cancellations I'm sure with you too the snow the snow mm-hmm. like so you go in totally transparent. We're behind. Mm-hmm. And that's like the worst feeling because you're going in behind. Yeah. And it's such a, it's like you have to, re, you're, you might not recoup it. Yeah. So now you're like, okay, strategy. What can we do? For February. For to February make up to try lot. to make exactly. up. Like, so we're going to be flat. I'm not going to go up February. I'm going to keep it, let's keep it flat because we're already behind. Right. So I'm, I'm here for like, I work best under pressure, but I'm also realistic. I'm not going to try to kill my team and myself to try to meet goals that we might not because we're still in this. Who right. knew we would still be in this, like, two years later, but we're here. Exactly. You know? I, I think that's true. Do you have any um, regrets when it came to the business? Yes. I, um, I wish I would have been made better financial decisions. Mm. I have a business coach for anyone who is a salon owner, stylist. There's a company called Summit Salon Systems. They are business coaching for salons. I have a coach, and I finally became better with looking at P&Ls and, like, QuickBooks. And one of the things that, as we were talking about when we were first setting up, I invested in a bookkeeping service because that is not my thing. I'm not a number right. cruncher. Shout out to accountants. You guys are the winners. I And I don't have time to really do it. When you see money goes out on things that you're like, wow, I should have maybe went to BJ's or that wasn't the best decision or so I look at everything as a learning experience, but there was some things I wish I would have been a little bit more savvier on. Mm-hmm. I think because I opened so not haphazardly, I just I would have if I would open now, then what I know now, I would have made better decisions in terms of things that I got Mm -hmm. so that's like my only regret other than that I have like no regrets I think that's important because the same thing that me and Jojo spoke about when you are not using first of all you make money every day for the most part Mm -hmm. and then when you make an influx of money and you're like wow like I you know there were days I made like three thousand dollars in a day and I was like I, this is you're great. Like, I'm, I'm I'm rich, and then I'm like, oh wait, but then the next week I made a hundred bucks, and it kind of like evens out, or you know, and it's like I agree with that, the financial situation. So that is really important, and I'm actually glad that you spoke about it because you live and you learn, and I'm the same way too. Like everything is a lesson, and if I can help somebody with that knowledge, and then if they're yeah. gonna a business, like listen, before you do that, make you know, like these are the things that are most important. Like some people will go into debt with the decor, and it's like it's not even that important because people are. Especially, like, if they're getting their hair, they're only there for, you know, two to three hours or maybe longer. But me, it's like you're in and you're out. How how much are you really staring at my walls? I appreciate you when everyone's like, it's so cute in here. I appreciate that. But, like, what's not really it's worth so it, you know? It's so true you say that because even for us, like, for example, I bought this couch. It just broke the other day. So now I have to figure out how to get rid of it. It's like there you can't even fix it. My dad looked at it. It's unfixable. And I'm like, no one even sat on it. But we had to have it. Mm-hmm. 
but why? Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, I'm not buying anything because we're going to revamp back there anyway. That's like our, we have like a 2.0 Bella Rococo goal with the girl that helps me um, decorate and design and her and her husband, they're amazing. Nick and Nick Holm, they're, if you need it, them for stuff, they're amazing. They're based out of Cranford. But it's like things like that. You're like, oh, you think you're doing yourself a favor by buying everything on Amazon, but are you really getting the best price? You're getting convenient. So it's like when I would, for example, like Little Waters, coffee mm. like my business coach flat out said to me and he he's like a he's a gay man so he's like very flamboyant he's like he was like girl you want to know where your money is where are we going with all these co- types, of, types of coffee and i'm like that's so true like where are we going i want to give people a nice experience but like i could have budgeted it better yeah and it's not that it's just little things like that that cost the bottom line mm-hmm. that you're like wow now that affected me personally mm-hmm. because that could have been money like I could have made. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, there's a lot to go into. You want to make everything. I feel like my son's Instagrammable. Like we got the neon. Like I love your son. You know, yeah. like it's it's cool, but you have to do that within reason. Yeah. Because yeah, you want to make it like cute and warm and inviting, but like the decor, no. And then you gotta watch because then you buy stuff and you're like it breaks. Yeah. So now what are we doing? I think that too. Like there's people like for. For instance, like I've been to businesses that people out of their own home, like my sugar and girl, for instance, before she got her storefront, she was at her own home. I didn't care about the decor. It was cute. It was nice. It was cozy, but I'm still going to her house. Like it wasn't anything. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like this grand salon. And you know what? I would always, and I've recommended so many people to her who love her because it's, it's the quality of work that she gives. And it's like, it was her, you know, um, it was, I felt comfortable around her. Now she's finally getting a salon and it's beautiful, but she took that chance of just working out of her home at first, you know, which again, take the leap you don't have to be perfect eventually it's gonna come and and again more the bigger you go the more responsibility always remember that the oh, more yeah. money like sometimes it's best to start and then save your money so i agree with that a lot of people they don't think the money costs at first and i was someone who was afraid of numbers the first three months that i opened i didn't have an accountant and i didn't know that there's no sale tax a uh, service tax in jersey and i'm from new york so i'm like i'm not charging anyone tax i'm like this is i'm gonna get screwed some way somehow like i, I was like keeping me up at night I was having nightmares and then mm-hmm. she was like no you're fine like you don't and I was like okay so knowledge is definitely key and I appreciate that you mentioned that because I think that's something that a lot of us business owners go through and maybe we're just too shy to say that or speak because oh, yeah. we don't want to see that as a failure it's not a failure you live and you learn but I mean like I said I tell everybody like for the next three years I'm gonna be broke like I can't even get a house under my name because I just open up a business and well that's what years. people think you can I'm like do you understand on your tax return, especially if you're not profitable, you don't have income. Yeah. So they're going to look at you and be like, how could you even afford a mortgage? Exactly. That's what people like. It's like if you really sat back, and again, we chose to be business owners. We chose this. We love it. No one's saying anything for a PSA for anyone to feel sorry for you. But it's true. Like, for me, I couldn't buy a house right now. Mm-hmm. I have good credit. That's what's in helping me. Me too. But like, they're going to, how could you afford it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean? like, my first so, year was a loss, and I'm pretty sure this year is going to be a loss, yeah. too. Yeah, so. so it's like, you know, they're looking at you like, um, girl, no. You know, so that's what people don't realize. Like, you don't just become this, like, huge thing unless some people do, and some people do, and God bless them, we wish them the best. Mm-hmm. But most people, it's 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 hard in the beginning, you know, and you have to make – the only thing I can tell people is get a good accountant, um, mm-hmm. use a budget, mm-hmm. and especially for salons, like, you – a lot of salon owners, when they first start, they go cut crazy with the retail. You do have to have retail, but then you buy something, you think it's going to move, it doesn't. So yeah. then now you got to mark it down to get rid of it, and right. now you didn't even profit. Right. And then you're, tr- like, I remember our struggle was color ordering. 
Mm-hmm. A bulk of the money is on color because mm-hmm. you're going through it, you know? So that was like, now we got a groove. We have an inventory system. You need systems. So that's, thank God my manager, Sam, she's the best manager in America. I don't care. I'll put <laughs> Shout her out against, to Sam. I'll put Sam against anybody. She's numbers. She'll be like, what are we doing? And she'll check me. And my team, I don't, I never pull on the owner card. I don't even like saying it to people, not because I'm embarrassed or I'm shy about it, because I just feel like I'm here to do your hair too. Yeah, I'm the same. People are like, they're like, then they're like, oh, your owner. I remember somebody was like, wow, your owner must be so happy. And I was like, she is. You just told her. And she was like, you're the owner. She's like, you're so like funny. I go, what do you want me to be like? A dead person? I, I don't even tell people until they see the picture on the wall. Like, that you? And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah and I'm like, me. yeah, it's me. They're like, oh, okay. So I'm like, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We're no better or worse than anyone here. We just own it. It's fine. The best question that everybody loves when I ask them, how is it dating or being in a relationship, being a business owner? Oh, Erica, you're going to the answer. No. Um, <laughs> I love when I hear people answer this on your podcast. And I'm like, if I ever got asked this question, so... Yeah, dating's just, like, not there, you know? And that's not even my strongest suit in life. I'm very friendly, but if I like you, I'm so nervous, and I clam up, and I don't know. I have no game. I have no nothing. It's terrible. I have no game. I have no game. I don't. They're like, yours? I'm like, nope. Um, I have my son. He's five. I really didn't take any time to date. I didn't do apps. I opened the business. He was two. It's a lot. I, I'm not sitting here crying like, oh, I, I don't like prefacing I'm a single parent. I'm a single parent in the sense that me and his father, we I'm split no when he together. was two months. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we co-parent. We get along. We're raising a, a son, you know, but I had to go with my parents. I'm not like struggling eating like ramen noodles out of like a studio apartment, mm-hmm. you know, but I, it is just me and I had to navigate that and I was just like, how would I date someone like with a newborn and... You know, I had this past year, I did actually go on dates, which I was like applauded myself because I was Yay. like, wow, I actually did it. It ended up not really going anywhere, but it taught me that I can do it and I can have that. It was nice to have the companionship. It was nice to get dressed up and like go to a nice dinner. And But the struggle I find is I need a specific type of person. And every single woman who's been on your show, it's the same exact story. You need a strong yeah, man or woman, like I, 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 um, I would date a man. Um, that's gonna support you. Yeah, like because I feel like we're such alpha. We're a women with the vision. You need a man of action, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And sometimes it's like the want, the need to be in a relationship for women entrepreneurs is not there. It's a want mm-hmm. because your life is very full. I'm very mm-hmm. blessed. I have a very full life. I have my son. He's my world. I have Munchkin. That's my dog. I have my business. I have my friends and family. I don't feel lonely mm-hmm. except sometimes I feel lonely that I don't have someone who understands, mm-hmm. which is good. I have now me and you become friends. Yeah. I understand. Like you can come to me if you're stressed about business because I understand. Yeah. There's no one really understands entrepreneurial, true entrepreneurial unless life unless you're in it. Like, mm-hmm. and it is very lonely. Mm-hmm. Like that's saying at the top, not being like, oh, because you're the leader and you are responsible for people. And I feel like now that Luciano is five, I can. I don't feel as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not something I put a lot of weight and stock into. I don't really invest in that. 
Um, I don't want to be on Tinder. I just, if I, I have to look at my phone one more time, it's just, honestly, that's really why. Do I think someone's going to walk up in the salon? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, I also know, think, too, it's like when you least expect it, number exactly. one. And number two, it's, like, I've noticed that the way God works is, like, it always aligns perfectly. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, as long as you're doing the work and you're searching for him, like, everything else will work out and we need to stop. And I, I, I feel like it's so important to say this. As women, like, we have, as a society, like, I don't know your goals to get married, if you ever want to be married, but I know that was something that I grew up with and I'm not a mom yet and I definitely want to be a mom. I hate when people are like, well, you're getting old. Like, there oh, yeah. is no number. Girl, I'm 40. There's no <laughs> number and I'm, and I'm, and I love that we're breaking the barriers on that. Yeah. Because it, they did just show a study, I think I saw it on TikTok, like, People are waiting in their 30s to have kids now, mm-hmm. and it's like, and I remember when I had posted that, and you reached out to me, and you were like, I was 35, and I had Yeah, coach. I was 35. Yeah. The only thing I will tell you, which I hate, is that you'll hear when you get pregnant, is your advanced maternal age and geriatric pregnant. If you're about to be 35 and older, that's what they'll class, that's what the doctor I'm high like. risk. Yeah, and you're like, who's advanced? I've never done this before, and who is geriatric, ma'am? <laughs> I literally said that, I was like, who's geriatric? And they're like, no, and I'm like, but who made that title? It's so... Like, disturbing. I said, can I just be like, I mean, advanced, at least you kind of sound like you're ahead of the game, but geriatric, like, I was like, <laughs> can I just yeah, be regular I'm pregnant? Not 65, like, yeah. Jesus Christ. I will tell you, um, I never plan on having kids. Luciano literally is my rainbow baby. Mm. Um, I always wanted a business, and I always felt like you're never gonna have it all. Yeah. How? It's hard in general, like, it's hard. Even if I was married, it's still hard. Yeah. Getting married, I laugh because we do weddings. I started with makeup, doing weddings. And I'm like, wow. But I've never thought about my wedding. I do, would love to be married. Mm-hmm. Um, I always get fearful, just to be totally honest. I'm like, well, am I going to be a good wife? Mm-hmm. My dad always says, my dad's Italian from Italy. My mom's Irish. My mom pretty much is Italian. Mm-hmm. We were raised very much like women do the inside work men do the outside work Mm -hmm. like you cook and clean stuff like that and my dad was like but you're like a provider he's like you're a provider I said yeah so I don't know I tell any guy that I meet I'm like like I'm not the best cook I'll try my best oh that never gonna start yeah my thing is listen I'll be the provider you be the stay-at-home dad that's all I care about I will work my ass off we'll do reverse uh, role yeah. reverse or you know or I'll, I'll be at the point where I hope to get to where I just own my business and I don't have to be here and, I'm, and I do business from I work from home so I can still help out but like I don't like I'm fine with being the provider you be the one to cook yeah. and clean I'm cool with that or my goal in life eventually is to hire someone you know like a cleaning service or you know cleaning lady yeah. eventually but I think that this generation there are it's changing and I and it's hard too because I come from that generation too where my mom cooked my whole life and like served my dad and cleaned up and now the my mom's at work my dad does it now so it, it does give hope I just think we need to find people who are more open exactly that. because if you try to look for people who like grew up in like generational and like that they're they're all stay-at-home wives and then they meet you it's not gonna work out no it's true and that's always like my thing I'm always like oh, I don't know and then my only other thing is you know I, to me, like, I don't want any more kids. I'm perfectly fine. Right. Um, God gave me one, and I'm not testing that twice. There is an issue when you go 40 and above, and mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that's in my card. So you either have to come with your own, mm-hmm. like mine, or I'll buy you a dog mm-hmm. or a fish mm-hmm. or a turtle, whatever. But, like, so, you know, that's just, like, my only, like, non-negotiable. Um, 
Do I think it's going to happen? Yes. I have so much love to give somebody, and I would give them the world. And I feel like now Same. as I'm getting more in, involved, like more with the business, I feel like I would be okay to walk away and have that time. Where if you would have asked me two years ago, I'd have been like, absolutely not. Yeah. It's very like, hard. no, I, I don't have time. I don't have time. But now, it's true. When you want something, you make time for it. And yeah. I feel like now at this point, I would make time for it. I do. It's like you said, like I want to grow a life with someone. I want to ha- come home to someone and like... I mean, I never Netflix binge shows. Mm. I just love SVU. That's mm. my show. Everyone likes, I don't know, Ozark, Ozar, whatever the hell it is, Yellow Brick. I don't know what's on. I just watch SVU. It's like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. I can watch it all day. And I'm sure there will be somebody that you're going to meet. And they're going to they're gonna they're gonna love it too. I know. I'm like, can we just watch Benson and Stabler? Thank you. Um. Okay. What is your favorite advice or quote to let you live by? My favorite quote, and it's on everything, and it's even in the shop that she believed she could, so she did. Oh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. So oh. it's always just like remembering, like, if you really believe in something or you believe in yourself, like, you can make it happen. And you're, like, clearly living proof of that, seriously. Yeah. Especially, like, through the whole pandemic situation. Um, what are your future goals and plans? Future goals and plans, I definitely will live in Cranford. I'm putting it out in here. Yes, you are. Yeah, I live Manifesting in, to I'm the at, fullest. I, like, you have to do, say it out loud, yeah, so there I, you go. Every time I'm in Cranford, I'm like, we're going to move here. I have a sign from the Hickory store across the street here. It says Cranford. I have it in my house to like, oh, always look at it. So it's cute. on my vision board. Yeah. Um, I definitely see another location mm-hmm. for Bella Rococo, and I just want to really grow the business. Like, I want to get us to a point where... There's something else. And I feel like, and then with the next five years, I'd like to maybe, like, remodel. So we're saving for that. Okay, nice. I mean, you're, you're, I love your salon. It's so beautiful. There's, like, the white floors. I would never do white floors. It (laughs) literally, it gives me, like, anxiety. Oh, yeah, I get that. Because it's, like, one little thing, it shows. Yeah, I get that. And I'm always, like, I I just feel like I'm that person that's, like, right on top of you. But Mm -hmm. I just want you to think it looks clean because it's, I'm always staring at it. It looks good, but then you have to be on it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. White is, like, your color floor is, like, beautiful. Yeah. Because if something fell on it, you can't really tell. Yeah, until you sleep <laughs> and you're like, holy shit, there was all this yeah. dirt? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, and you're mopping. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, What do you do for self-care now that you <laughs> have this time off? I know you get your nails done. I, I get, see. no, I have nails done. I go every two, three weeks. That's, like, my thing. I go to Luxie and Garwood if you need a place. If they're, like, the best. I always was like that, and I always get pedicures because we're on our feet, um, I would love to get like more facials and massages and self care for too. me is honestly like I love listening to podcasts and just like drinking coffee. Podcast. I'm like a huge, they all have to like, I go, I don't know what's always on the radio, but I know like what's going on in the podcast. I do like to read. Um, and I mean, I've been off it, but I did like the gym because mm-hmm. like the gym, I love going to the gym and making up stories about what everybody's life is <laughs> like it kills the cardio time. And you're like looking at people and you're like, I wonder what they do for work because I'm pretty good at guessing what people do for work. Really? Like, like new clients. They're like, oh, that should have been the thing that you said nobody knew about you. I'm good at guessing. What <laughs> yeah, you do I work. do. I guess. And then I'm scared of birds. Those are my two. But everybody <laughs> like, I'm so it's bad. Erica, I can't get over it. I can't get over it. If you want, like I'll do like ghetto Compton Bugs, blood, throw up, but a bird, hell no. Hell to the no. Oh my god. Can't do it. Oh my god. But yeah, like that, the gym, definitely, when you get like a good workout and you're sweating, I think to me, like even the day I came here, 
And I would love to come here more, but then I'm always like, okay, if I go there, then I have to sweat. And then I'm gonna be like, well, do I have time to get ready? Mm-hmm. So I wanna come here and I don't wanna do, be bothered. Yeah, you wanna be able to come here and leave. Because when you come here, you're so relaxed, you wanna stay in that same Yeah, of like mind. I don't wanna yeah. be like, like, a, like a hurry freak. And honestly, when me and Luch go on our adventures with like, and you met the yeah. other one, Liv. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. So we have so much fun, and seeing him laugh is just like the best. Hmm, you're a really good mom. I think that's it. And I think what is so important about you too is like you're showing all aspects. You can be a business owner, you can be a mom or a single mom. Like, not single, but to the point of like you have him most of the time, you know? It's definitely possible and like you can have it all. I think that's what, I think that's what people need to see, especially people going into the business because a lot of my friends that are trying to open business now do have kids, you know? And they're scared. Is it going to work out? Is my kid going to understand? And, you know, you're sacrificed already three years. I mean, Luch was, what, two, so he's five. I'm sure by the time he's seven, he's never going to remember, like, mommy was never home, you know? like No, and a lot of time he's there. He'll make the coffee. He knows how to put stuff away. He's so cute. And and eventually he's going to be like, my mom did this so that I can have the... And you guys will be doing all the things you want to do. Like, you won't have to... You'll live in Cranford at that time. Yeah. You'll, you know, he'll understand he's going to a good school because of you, like... I remember the day we did our ribbon cutting with the um, town, Mm -hmm. and he was there, and... I remember his, he, it was his dad's weekend, and I was like, I need, you have to bring him. Like, I need him there. And we were walking around, and everybody was there, like the mayor, and I, it was me and him, and we were in like a private little area, nobody was on. I was like, do you know what today is? And he goes, no. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's this. so cute. I was like, thank, thank you. I was like, you know, mommy finally like did her dream, and we're gonna cut a ribbon, and they're gonna take your picture. I was like, and everything I do is for you. I was mm-hmm. like, so we can have the best little life. And I was like, so you may not remember today, I was like, but just know this is, like, for you and for us. And he was like, okay. Aww. And I was like, okay. And he said, he had no idea what the hell was going on. But now he knows, like, the salon, the girls, the clients. Like, and he's you, funny when they pick and up And there, he's at an age where he's starting to repeat pizza. So I'm sure he goes to school, he's like, my mom owns a business. Like, you'd yeah. be surprised. And I think you're showing him the best life possible and, like, anything is possible. Yeah. And I, anyone who's listening, because, like you said, you started, so you got the salon at what age? 35? No, 37, 38. I was 37, probably going on 38. Okay, so it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't Anyone matter. listening, like, if you have that dream, go for it. It doesn't matter age. I mean, I think that's the most important thing, too. Like, yeah. I mean, I went happen. to college, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. for criminal justice. I thought I was going to be a cop. Like, I went to college first. Yeah, me too. I did and then, Yeah, and then, mm-hmm. you know, I was working in corporate. Like, I went at 30 years old, I left corporate to be a salon assistant because I had to do it full time to get to be an intern to then get to have a, uh, a chair on the floor. Wow. So I left like almost $50,000 a year to make eight and I did it and I was like, I don't care. I'm going to make it work. Like it doesn't matter. I tell people all the time. I think college is very important. I think trade is important. Mm-hmm. Sometimes college isn't for you. If I would have known then, the only thing I probably would have did different is maybe take accounting or economic. I would have took a more business class. But right. I didn't know. You didn't know. Right. But I mean, I still love what I went to school for. Um, but it doesn't matter. And even if you went to school for like geometry or whatever, you could do something totally different. It doesn't matter. You're never too late mm-hmm. to start over and really go after your passion. And that, and sometimes too, you're not always going to have your passion as your job. I tell people that too. They're like, oh, you're so lucky. You love what you do. I was like, but that might not just be your passion. You're, you might have your passion through, um, an activity, being a parent, cooking. Like I see people cook and they have so much passion and like they love it. And I'm like, I could care less. Yeah. Like, you can make it, and I'll pick it up. How much were the ingredients, you know? Same! Never too late. 
Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Um, Thank you for having me. Of course. I think you're definitely an inspiration, and especially to my generation, because you can have it at any age. It never stops. And you're showing that you can be a mom and do it together. I think that's the most important. You are too, girlfriend. Yeah. You're killing it. One day. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I What's your Instagram? So the Instagram oh, she has for the 17. Salon. So no. what's, the, what's, what's the Instagram for the salon? Is at Bella Rococo Beauty. So that's B as in boy, E-L-L-A-R-O-C-O-C-O Beauty. Perfect. And I'll tag her. Thank you guys for listening. As always, peace, love, and glow, Erica.